Hey guys, it's Robert Gardner with the Robert Gardner Wellness Podcast. I'm happy to have Catherine Kevorkian uh, with me here today. We're going to talk about some issues we've seen in the massage industry and hopefully have a wonderful, long, rambling conversation. Uh, Catherine, can you tell everybody uh, about you and about your practice and, I don't know, uh, what got you into massage? All right. Hi, everyone. My name is Catherine Kevorkian. I'm in the state of Massachusetts. I've been doing massage for about nine years now. My particular kind of technique is very therapeutic and very uh, clinical, meaning like I try to work with the client to find out what's causing the pain and work with them to reduce it. Uh, what got me into massage is both my folks are chiropractors. I wanted to do chiropractic, but a decade ago, they thought it would be a waste of time and money. So. I'm like, that's weird. So I did the next best thing. And back to you. Why did your parents, that's interesting to me immediately. Why did they think it was a waste of time and money? Uh, they very old school chiropractors. Yeah. Like they're very hands-on. And a lot of the schools were teaching in their point of, well, um, I don't know. At the time I did not know. And what I can gather now is that a lot of different industries are all gearing towards like how to, I feel a little uncomfortable sharing this, but uh, like more towards um, how to get a bill to insurance companies more than it is about helping the person. Yes. It's more about how do you write stuff down and record stuff more than like how can you focus on the client yeah when i talk to medical doctors it's a lot like uh i find that they're like yes massage therapy is all about daily pain i'm just here for like the life uh effective pain yeah like broken bones and huge diseases yeah that's a great thing that medical doctors can do but like for aches and pains, the medical doctors that I work on have definitely said to uh, massage therapists, chiropractors, acupuncturists, any of those uh, other modalities are great for daily pain. Yeah, I have, I, I don't know, uh, where did your parents, well, that's a good question. Where did your parents go to chiropractic school? Do you know? Yeah, one of them went to Life College which is one of the top uh, chiropractic schools. And the other one went to Palmer College. Okay. So some of the like massage culture in my experience traveling, mm -hmm. it yes. changes a little bit state to state. Mm -hmm. And I suspect the same thing happens with <clears throat> chiropractic. I'm from Louisiana. I live in Texas. Louisiana has no chiropractic schools. It was the last state in the union to make chiropractic legal. Which one? Louisiana. Okay. So in Texas, there are two, maybe three chiropractic schools. So most of the chiropractors in this area went to school in like Texas schools, since it's, mm -hmm. I guess, somewhat state specific. Cause you're, I'm assuming chiropractors can't just like skip from Texas to you're in Massachusetts. Yep. Yeah. So you, you can't just like skip from state to state. You have to have a new license, right? Yes, yeah. there is a bill that I don't think got passed where states would view 
licenses of other states and that you wouldn't have to reapply in that state. But yeah. I don't know if that bill got passed. Uh, um, who knows? Uh, there is definitely something happening in the massage group of trying to make it more uh, so that states in this group, if you are certified in one of the states in this group, other states in this like collaboration thing would view your certificate as valid. Yeah. I'm uh, ornery in the massage industry because I'm generally opposed to massage regulation and regulation across the board, which drives massage therapists crazy. But mm -hmm. I have my reasons. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's also really weird, the, the rules that have to that happen with massage like you can't massage in certain places and people who aren't licensed in massage can massage in those places and i'm like that doesn't make sense to me where can massage there was not massage in massachusetts oh great i get to work on being uncomfortable um i believe that the that, places any interaction with me <laughs> <laughs> this is great uh i mean it's good um so like a massage therapist, from what I read the thing, anybody can write in the comments if I'm wrong, but a massage therapist can't massage at a club or can't massage in, yeah, no, no massaging in clubs. And immediately I should have been a lawyer. I'm like, what is a club? No, like, you know, a dance club, no dance clubs. And when you say dance club, you don't mean ballet. Well, maybe I'm naive because I thought like it meant no massaging in like, you know, rock and roll or hip hop type clubs, you know, like dance clubs. So my, my suspicion is, and, I, and so here in the, if anybody's viewing this and you're like, what the hell are you talking about? Uh, there's different massage laws in Massachusetts, which I have never read. I have mm -hmm. read the laws in Texas, which gives me a leg up on most Texas massage therapists because I got to scan through the law and go, oh, that's how they gave themselves an exemption. That's how they're manipulating the law to their benefit. And I look at it in a very biased way. In mm -hmm. Texas, I'm almost positive, don't quote me on this, you can't do massage in any sexually related establishment. Ah. So a sex toy store, you can't do massage in a, a sex related you know, and, and then again, it's like, how do they define that? I'm not exactly sure. Um, so, for instance, there's been like arguments about um, more. So are you ready? This is this is a controversy massage therapists are dealing with. You and I deal with clinical medical grade, you know, pain relief and stuff. Massage yeah. therapists are arguing about whether they can do cuddle therapy mm. with their massage. And I go. I mean, I'm not. <laughs> I, I think but that have it's at a it. completely <laughs> different uh, business. I think that the uh, Cuddle Buddies, which are here in Massachusetts and yeah. in the East Coast, we have Cuddle Buddy. Uh, there's businesses and they call themselves Cuddle Buddies. And yeah. that is a different business. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of interesting uh, like caveats in, in law. So uh, in Massachusetts, and it's just for me to find out, can you have a home studio? Is that possible in Massachusetts? Yes, you can have a home studio in Massachusetts. The law is if you have the people working there have to live there. Interesting. And yes. can there be more than one in one place? 
more than one what? So in other words, if you had a home, you can't have four massage therapists living there working out of the same place. You would need to have four massage therapists living there and working out of the same place. Interesting. Okay. Because I think the way the law is written in Texas, they're if trying to have a home office. If yeah. you have just an office, have as many people as you want. Yeah. The thing is the home office is what I'm talking about. A home-based practice. Yep. I think the way it's structured, they're trying to prevent brothels. So if you had four people operating out of the same space, that was a residence, you can't do that. Oh, yeah. yeah, I think that we have a limit of five here in Massachusetts. Yeah. And, and, and again, it's like it, there's all sorts of reason laws or, you know, structured the way they are. I just find it interesting. That's not <laughs> fair, though. It's like if you have a home office and like you and your spouse live in the home and then you run your practice in the office, you can't have more than like four people working for you. Yeah. That's it's crazy. It's like you can't really run like a uh, you can't um, what's it called? grow the business from massage therapists that way like you can't yeah. hire more it's crazy yeah there's it's like it's always the thing between you can have a home-based studio as an independent therapist mm -hmm. <clears throat> but you have to open a massage facility which means getting a massage establishment license mm -hmm. to oh, be oh, able sorry. to I'm, i was you know. yeah i was just talking about business in general not exactly massage yeah yeah yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a big fan of getting government off our backs, but that's just me personally. I I have to do this where I hold up my hand and I go, I'm Robert Gardner. I do not break state laws, encourage people to break state laws, coach people to break state laws. Like I follow the law. I just don't like it. You know, I have this conversation. I'm like, listen, I don't I think mostly the speeding laws are a bunch of hocus. Like, I don't even know if it really helps that much, you know. It's like, if you just let people drive at a speed, they're going to drive. And they're like, that's ridiculous. You can't just <clears throat> let people make up their own rules. And I go, eh, isn't that what they did? <laughs> people, people are going to go 70, 80 miles an hour on the highway. Even oh, if in Texas. 65. Yeah, it's, it's brutal. Mm -hmm. So it, it's just a matter of, um, are people harmed? And then like, when they're like, you know, encouraging massage regulation, I always sit back and go, show me the fields of the massage dead. And they're like, what? And I'm like, show me all the people who died because they got a bad massage. And they're like, that's not funny. And I'm like, I think it's hilarious. <laughs> or, or the number of people who got hurt. Like we have the yeah. lowest uh, insurance price yeah. out of every single and um, then, profession. And then immediately I'm like, okay, how many people every year injured in yoga classes? And they're like, well, I, I don't know. I'm like, lots. Now, are yoga teachers licensed? And they're like, well, yeah, they have to be licensed. I'm like, no. Are personal trainers licensed? They injure people all the time. No, they're not In licensed. Massachusetts, we are. And, and they have personal trainers that get licenses? Personal trainers as in like, um, th there's two kind of personal trainers. Like the, which one are we talking? Like N Not a physical therapist. Oh, Physical therapy is another, yeah, that's another back can physical of Physical therapists need a license, yeah. Okay. Not personal, then, you're right. And then the, and then the physical don't. therapist get into a fist fight with your chiropractic family, you know. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Medical doctors, chiropractors, physical therapists. And now yeah. like the stretch lab, they don't need to be licensed to stretch people. Oh, here we go. Now it's getting good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, by the way, in, in Lexington, in Lexington, Massachusetts and in Westwood, they do a great job. I went there and I felt like I got a great massage and I'm like, 
but the guy who worked on me had like a PhD in um, anatomy. And I'm like, cool. Not everyone there has a PhD in anatomy. Generally, what I see it as is the massage therapists don't want competition. And they don't want somebody coming in and like going past the 10K in debt they went through. Because they have to go through the hoops and they want to make everybody else's hoops either more difficult or more challenging after them. Well, there's, there's a way of not paying 10K because now in Massachusetts, the schools only cost 6K. How do they do that? Um, I don't know, but a lot of uh, the... I'm pretty sure, I don't know, but it's less expensive. My school was less expensive than a bunch of other schools. Yeah. Uh, I also used my W-2 instead of my parents' W-2 to, you know, get a, what is it called? Uh, what's it called? Grant, get a grant. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, if you use school... your own W-2 to get a grant. Yeah, school structures, schools have some of the same problems that massage establishments have, which is mm -hmm. they're overly dependent on a brick and mortar model. Uh, massage mm -hmm. schools are almost completely ignoring online education because they're like, no, you know, massage education is hands-on, hands-on only. <laughs> but what they're doing is they're trying to prevent people like me having more benefit to teaching online. They don't want to see online eat increasing segments of the business but is there any reason you couldn't learn business online yeah in other words massage oh. business social mm -hmm. media marketing mm -hmm. uh anatomy not not all of it by the way not Ph all anatomy. physiology it's good to feel the body when you do the anatomy class physiology or what like kinesiology is doing yeah. is they're doing clay they're having people created in clay yeah yeah and the deal is I always looked at the digital as a supplement, mm -hmm. but schools have basically ignored it outright. I mean, it's just, it's brutal they, in my world. They, tr they tried doing it during COVID. They tried doing, um, having people practice on their friends or family that were at their house. And that was tough for a bunch of students. So it's like, we've got to find a way of how we can make this more, uh, online to get more students because a lot more people want to study online more than well i like in person but oh. well i mean and here's the thing so this is what i hear all the time the students mm -hmm. are like well i like in person and it's like yes right like who doesn't the the challenge is is geography and time and money mm -hmm. and geography using my multicam setup isn't an issue uh time is a little more challenging because at least you got to schedule it just like anything mm -hmm. else money uh it reduces it about 99 percent of the cost mm -hmm. and they go oh but it doesn't i don't want to go to costa rica and i'm like you just complained that you didn't have money yeah have you already told uh your viewers on how you have your uh, camera set up well i mean i assume most people know if they pay any attention but I think people also, when they see video in my social media, they don't realize that most of that was just shot live. Like, I don't think we have the reality TV star in the massage industry yet. They're not looking at it as, I just turn on cameras in my studio and record. Does it make sense? Yep. I, I have that in my, uh, my practice. I give people a small discount if we can uh, record at least part of the massage. Like if I'm like, oh, I know a great technique that we're going to try today. Yeah. 
yeah. yeah. Yep. It's it's not um, online education in our industry doesn't currently have any prestige. No, but there are plenty of YouTubers that I like following about massage. Most of them, half of them are European because that's where they, yeah. That's where they. Sorry. That's where, because uh, I was following the World Massage Championship. So I have a few European massage therapists that I like to follow from that. Oh, okay. So are they much more savvy about social media? A lot of people who have been to the massage championships tend to have more savviness with online yes yeah because i i find it very very weird uh in the u.s marketplace i just continue to put out video and i tell people the only thing i'm good at is pissing off massage therapists because my beliefs and feelings about things mm -hmm. differ from theirs but uh, <clears throat> they're just living in a, a little world that's like run by the local schools and professional organizations sometimes. So I just continue putting out video and draw the students who want it. Yes, yeah. that that's what you do. Build the tribe and more people will come who are like that. Yeah, yeah. It's just the uh, conversation about, oh, you know, we don't want online. Like, I'm like, okay, listen, um, I have a pre-recorded sub subscriber's vault that has 920 hours of my footage in it. Mm -hmm. There's 920 hours. And I go, hey guys, listen, why don't we do this? Um, why don't I just pick a time and then I'll, I'll just live stream to you over YouTube five days a week, two hours a day, 52 weeks a year. I'll give you another uh, 500 hours of footage every year. And they go, what? I don't, I don't understand. And I'm like, how about I live stream to you every day, two hours a day, five days a week? I, I don't, my, what are my hands on? I'm like, you can put as many people in your studio as you want. You can, you can have 10 therapists in your room mimicking what I'm doing live. Mm -hmm. I can yeah. even figure out the tech and like bring you online through your, your Zoom link and like we can like talk to each other in the middle of class if you want. They're like, oh, what am I hands on? I'm like, cool, it's $800 a day. Come to Austin. And they're like, oh, that's expensive. And I go, mm -hmm. Maybe the online class needs to be a little bit more expensive than free. Uh, hmm. And that's the, that's the battle. What is, what is information in the age of the internet? How much is it worth? Mm -hmm. Yes. I've uh, I've been scrolling and checking out different things, and I'm like, why am I drawn to this more expensive thing than I am to this free thing over here that is teaching impressions. the same thing? Im impressions. What? Yes. Well, and the thing is, is it the same thing? Let's you know have that discussion. Yeah. Like, I've just noticed other people starting to like copy pieces of my sort of like subscription model, yep. and I go. Look, look, I'm not going to subscribe to their stuff, but let me go, let me go check it out. It's like, do I think they have 920 hours in there? No. Do I think they're doing apprenticeships online from four camera angles where they're working with one student interactively? Oh. Do they think I'm talking to your client, Carol, and showing you how to work on Carol live through the cameras? Mm-hmm. Like, in other words, we're so far out 
that mm -hmm. the industry is just going to take time to catch up. I always go back and I'm like, Robert, you're going to get some hate mail. Just ignore them. I had the distinct pleasure of like arguing with somebody from the resort in Jamaica while I was in bed. What? What? You were arguing with somebody in Jamaica while in oh, bed? So just a hater aid on my, my Facebook business page. Somebody didn't oh. like me or what I was saying in the massage industry and whatever. And I was like, man, it's so nice in this bed in the tropics and the jungle in Jamaica. It's nice. <laughs> oh, oh, you were in Jamaica in bed. I oh, got it. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So, yeah, a lot of layers. Online education for me is the digital is just a supplement. It's always been mm -hmm. intended as a supplement. But mm -hmm. the problem is if you charge $800 a day for private training like I do, it starts to limit the number of students you can work with. Yeah. yeah if, you, I was... if you open it up, I can, I promise I can work with you interactively, regularly. I got to build a following first and then we can do that. You got to build a following. What? Yeah. Don't you have to do that? Don't you have to get people to want to come over your house first and then watch the video and then do the live stream thing? It oh, just you mean, can't oh, be one person. When you say build a following, you mean having other therapists come over? At least three other people I would like okay, to so, look, come look, over. So look, this yeah. is the thing. I, I, and I try to explain this. And, and this is, mm -hmm. you have no idea how frustrating it's been in the last, say, just about five years. Because the last yeah. five years, we started before COVID, but things really, like, COVID bumped the dial. Okay. Well, I heard about you, like, the <clears throat> day I got out of massage school. So I, I've known about you for about nine years. Oh, wow. That's a long time. Yeah. So how did you find out about me, by the way? Um, I found out about you because I'm very big on Facebook groups. Yeah. So I searched Facebook group for massage and I had several groups and someone, either you or someone posted about one of your videos and I'm like, Ooh, cool. Um, I think it was called, it was through hippie, um, what's it called? Hippie promotion stuff. That dude? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so it was along you, the same time hippie. that I found out about... What? Thank you, whatever hippie was promoting my stuff. Yeah. So it was like a hippie promotion, or I forgot his name. But I was watching his stuff, and I saw your thing, like, next to it. Maybe it was the same page. Maybe it just came on my feed. Yeah. And then I'm like, cool. This guy also has videos. Let me check this out. Yeah. So yeah. the, the apprenticeship, let's say you, you decide to do the apprenticeship and the way that apprenticeship is currently structured is every month for two hours, we get together I'm in the same setup here in Zoom, except I'm running four cameras. I'm mm -hmm. on my studio mat, I'm working with a, a model or a client or something, uh, a fellow student. And then you're on the other side asking questions. The training is two hours. It costs $250 a month. I ask for like a six month time commitment to continue to work with the student. Here's what students have not figured out yet. And I don't know how mm -hmm. to sell this because you're trying to sell stuff that massage industry is not like familiar with. Mm -hmm. If you get four other massage therapists in your studio mm -hmm. and you guys split the fee, it only costs $50. $50 a month. Mm -hmm. And how many two-hour sessions is it? Is it just one two-hour session? Just one. But if you guys want more, it's fine. We'll work it out. Yeah. I can't convey what I just said mm -hmm. in an easy audiovisual graphic infographic 
way for the therapist. They're, they're like, but I want hands on. And I'm like, okay, pay me to fly to Boston. Yeah. And they're like, oh, it's expensive. And I go. So how many people in Massachusetts do you know who want you to come here and teach? I have no idea. But if you okay. went to a Massachusetts massage group and said, I need you to come over. I'm paying for the training. You'll get the first one for free. I have to try this out. And you get okay, four cool. massage therapists to show up. Now you're still paying 250, but they're all working on each other interactively live. You're just yeah. splitting screen time. Make sense? Cool. Yeah. I could still have you be virtually helping out because you have multiple cameras. The question I have about that is if someone does not have walls and ceilings to put the stuff in the walls and ceilings to have it. Anyway, this is just me thinking now. I'm like, how do I do that if I, there's walls Suspension and ceilings? Suspension or cameras? Suspension. We just figure out another way to set up suspension. I literally have to have you show me around your studio to help you figure it out. Most people can just install it in any room that's got studs. <clears throat> yep. And then the I will ask the I'll ask the chiropractor whose yeah. space and I use if the, we can do the that. The bulk of the stuff that I'm I'm teaching is mat work. It's not suspension. Suspension mm -hmm. is like another twenty five percent options. A lot of the oh. students who take the suspension class, what they do is. They work with me either pre-recorded, interactively, online, whatever, in whatever form. Once they understand mm -hmm. what they're doing with the suspension, they go, oh, I don't really know how to work on a mat. And I go, there's a reason I've been teaching got for the it. last so you got to do the mat first. You got to do the mat first before yeah. you do the suspension. It would, it would kind of be like not knowing anything about massage and doing ashiatsu immediately. Right. Or have you ever seen a yoga mm -hmm. massage where they the therapist is suspended like mm -hmm. above the t oh mm -hmm. she does such a great job i'll have to send you a link yeah but yeah it's like learning how to do suspended massage like when the client's suspended or you're suspended without first understanding on how to work on the person without yeah that makes yeah. sense and it's it's just a continued like extrapolation like it's just like riffing on a theme if you will so mm -hmm. The uh, camera setup, for instance, the students don't yet have multi multiple cameras set up. I'm right. the one doing that, and I made a camera switcher that I strapped to my arm, which oh, sometimes works. <laughs> but basically, it was when I'm talking to you, I'm able to press a button and flip to a different camera angle to show you what I'm mm -hmm. doing. That's all. That's I've seen it on your arm in a video. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, online education. I mean, I, I think it's. Like I tease massage schools because I'll go into large massage groups and go, hey guys, um, is there any school that would like me to live stream into your school to teach technique, business, social media marketing? I'd be happy to do like a free live stream into your mm -hmm. school. And I get zero contacts. Wow. And it's because they don't want an outsider like messing up their structure so yeah there's a uh, schools that i i even asked this question on the facebook group for massage therapists all around the world and which is awesome that you can just post and like everyone from around the world gets to read it and 
what I asked was how can I teach in a school or how can I create a class? And I think that you even commented on it. Uh, and basically what I got was like, there's two major ways you can either get that very long uh, letter, um, E, whatever it's called, but whatever you need for the, what's it called? The very long E something, 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 something. Mm -hmm. To, okay. Some kind of e-learning? No, it's, it's ugh, the abbreviations. I forgot what the abbreviations are. I don't know. Okay, cool. You can either get one of those certificates and teach, or you can go to a school and figure out what their curriculum is and then help them with what they currently have. Yeah. Yep. So it's teach on your own or go to a school and teach what they are currently teaching. Yeah. I've had, a, I've had a couple school owners have me in before. And my experience with it is that I represent too much freedom and mm. the, the body work is too different than what they're learning in school. What happens is it's not the students don't like it. The students right. absolutely freak out and love it, but it's so different than what they're learning in school. The rest of the school and the teachers are like, stop doing what he, God damn it. In other words, so it's like throwing a monkey wrench in, in the way they're, you know, training the students. Mm -hmm. That sounds like, because what we had in our school is they were like, yes, you should totally go and do your own business first. Here is what you basically need. We'll give you literally three classes for it. Not, not a semester, three classes. Yeah. And then after that, um, they, at the, near the end of the school, it was all pushed about, you should work at a franchise. And I'm like, wait, we've had five terms where you're telling us go work for yourself. Don't work for a franchise. And then the last two terms were being told that we should work at a franchise. It was weird. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not really critical of massage schools yeah. um, or curriculum. Like I understand it has its place and it needs to be to a degree sort of standardized. The challenge is the massage industry is not diverse enough and it's not showing the diversity that is actually possible. Mm. Um, right. There's a lot of Swedish deep tissue and not a lot of Thai is taught in schools. No, not a lot none. of, I mean, just it's yeah. Silk is not taught in schools. Yeah. What I mean by silk is Sarga when yeah. you're like standing on the table with a piece of silk. Yeah. 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 There's just, there's tons of diversity, but mm -hmm. school is just to get them started. School owners know that, yes. but in my experience, school owners are also, in addition to owning core curriculum, they're trying to own CE credit as well. Like they're trying to be the local right. brick and mortar pipeline that everybody trusts. So they're even sort of enculturing that brick and mortar model into the massage therapist mindset. And I think it's causing problems as the digital revolution continues. You know, what would be really cool on the topic of uh, moving away from brick and mortar, if like the van idea and some Western states have, yeah. well, Western states have vans because they are just from their location. Well, there's just it, it's one place. of those things technologically, it depends on law. In some states, I don't think mm -hmm. it's legal. In Massachusetts, it is to have a mobile massage business. But yeah, it's a very interesting thing of how, like, how do you insurance that? Do you need car insurance? Because car insurance can cover that. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, asked my uh, car insurance person, I'm like, if I had this, could I be covered under the car insurance? They're like, I feel like I have to have people have, sign a waiver when they have a conversation with me. I'm like, <laughs> I would never encourage anyone to break state laws. I would never coach anyone. <laughs> it's like, who knows? In other words, no. who's going to complain? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Like, I'm, but, I'm, but we have I totally want to try it out because if, if you had suspension in, uh, then you could do suspension a lot easier because you could just so, put the suspension on something yeah. really firm. So you, you, yeah. you go to a campground, Yes. You, you have hooks on your van and then it goes around a tree on the other side. So super yeah. easy. So super, super cool. easy. Um, I went that's, to, Oh, that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. I had I somebody to... in, in Hawaii. They asked me if, uh, we were on the beach. And they were like, do you think like you could make a living here? And I'm like, if I hooked my suspension up between two palm trees and gave mm -hmm. away 30 minute sessions to tourists in exchange for them making an Instagram video, mm -hmm. I would be world famous. Yeah. Like you can't beat that backdrop. Nope. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah, no, I was going to say, I was thinking of, um, checking out more of your online videos and practicing and then going into Boston, yeah. tying a rope between two of the trees at Boston Common, yeah. putting a mat on the ground when it gets warmer. Right now it's 50 degrees today. So I wouldn't want to do that in 50 degree weather because nobody's going to be in, there's going to be barely anybody in Boston Common. Yeah. But I would go there at like 70, 80 degree weather with like, um, yeah, with my work clothes. And then just massage people. Tie yep. a rope between two trees. Yeah. Students are already starting to complain a bit because they want like a portable unit. And we'd have to have something fabricated in China or whatever to make something yeah. that was very consistent. But I think that suspension's advantage is the fact that it's very inexpensive to set up. And it's mm -hmm. actually quite customizable depending on what your building is or whatever. Mm -hmm. I just keep giving the students information. It doesn't yeah. matter. Like some of the apprentices, we're starting again uh, this month, which is January. And uh, some of the students are starting with me on a table. And then I've had a couple students, it's always hilarious because they go, can I, can I study just table? And I go, okay, I will teach you on a table for six months, but I'm going to warn you, you might come out a dedicated mat practitioner. And they're like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, once you understand what I'm teaching, you're going to get on the table. And as soon as you get on the table, I'm going to criticize you for doing that work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, that's how it works is you're already doing the thing that you're trying to do. Yeah. I have you ever gotten frustrated with your business? Cause you're like, basically you want to skip steps. You're like, I want, the th I want the thing at the end. Yeah. I mean, I would love to already have a mailing list, a, a, um, a thing to mail out to people. And I would like to have all of my clients already on a spreadsheet. So, yes. Oh, easy, like easy. Okay. Yeah. One, you get on Google Drive and you start a Google Sheet. So, mm -hmm. now there's your spreadsheet. Uh, the first step is you're going to start the spreadsheet on Google Drive and then you're going to write clients or whatever. Just make it official. Just put, put that information I, on I, the spreadsheet. Put a section for their name, put a slot for their email, slot for their phone number to get it started. The other part is 
but I just want to skip that step. I don't want to go through all of my emails that I currently have from Groupon Why? or from my clients. No, you said if there's a part of your business that you want to skip, that's the part that I would like to skip. So you don't want to do the clerical? Yes. Okay. So, so hire somebody. Mm -hmm. You either do it or hire somebody to do it. <laughs> yep. I would need to give them access to my email in order yeah. to do that. When, when people talk to me and they're like, dude, uh, my website. So my website has had a problem for a while. There was an is issue with my mm -hmm. uh, WordPress dashboard. And long story short, I have been able to update my website, but there's a broken link to my free workbook. So I get emails pretty regularly because wow. people message me and they go, hey, I, I couldn't get the workbook. The link was broken. And I'm like, oh, okay, sorry. I just sent them a direct link. That causes me a minimal amount of stress. Yep. And, and they're like, it's like I've had people go like, well, they're not going to trust you if your website. I'm like, dude, the website works. It's just got a piece that's broken. Oh, yeah. I've, I've had clients where I didn't do great on what I put on my Groupon ad. Yeah. And I get people call, like, they're like, I had to go through all of these different hoops just to get your phone number. And I'm like, oh, it's not on the website. They're like, yeah, well, we couldn't access the website and we couldn't do this. We couldn't do that. So we finally found you. And I'm like, great. So now here is how to set an appointment. Yeah. So it's like, it's not, it's not horrible. I don't have, I'm, I've tried to fix the problem multiple times, haven't fixed it. Uh, but I still get clients contacting me, finding a way of contacting me. Yeah. People will find a way to get the thing that they want. So if they want the book, make it easy find for a way them. to, yeah. Yeah, no, and the thing is, it's my fault. And I go, hey, my, my website was messed up. It was hacked. I haven't been able to update that link. And they're like, oh, okay. And they're, they're totally fine with that. It's, it's not yeah. like, ooh, I got your email and I'm not going to give you a free PDF. <laughs> <laughs> Usually that's what it costs, though, for people to get free stuff. It costs you your email and your phone number. Data. Yep, it costs your data. Yeah. And that's, that's the way the, the internet works. So the subscription service, um, is, the first month is free for that 920 hour vault. Um, the reason oh. I do that is because it's a low barrier of entry offer. Most yeah. people are still asking me, I don't understand what's a subscription. And I'm like, I'm the Netflix of massage education. Mm -hmm. And they go, what? We can't learn online. I'm like, you have a bunch of hours online, and then after the first month, it costs 200 a month. No. Oh. I'm not charging 200 a month. Oh. We would have a mass, like, exodus if that happened. Got it. So you just have, the videos are free, and if you want the live teachings, it's 200 a month. So, and I'm telling you this right now, I want you to understand mm -hmm. this. What I noticed was, remember we talked about in the age of the internet, what, what is information worth? Mm -hmm. Like, I, I didn't start online. If anything, like even making a workbook was kind of weird at first. But mm -hmm. the more workbooks and DVDs and stuff I made and the more digital distribution we had and the more I made YouTube videos, I kept getting great feedback from people, even from YouTube videos. Mm -hmm. They're like, man, I used this on my wife and she was like blown away at how effective it was. And I'm like, oh, cool, hey, you know, not awesome. And I went, why don't I just record the classes and give them everything? Mm -hmm. yeah. Can I do that? And then it was like, yeah, the, the setup for the stuff you have for the online classes allows it. And there's recurring payments. So you could set up a subscription. And I was like, oh my, 
Well, I started that day. That was 2017, by the way. So it's coming up on six years. Um, mm -hmm. I've had to explain it to people ever since. And people have the biggest debate about the subscription service isn't whether mm -hmm. people can learn online. The biggest debate has been you need to charge more for that subscription service. And I go, absolutely not. Mm -hmm. And they're like, but, but you're just giving. And I go, so I'm giving people access to information so they can transform their practices, save their hands, help people and make money. That's the point. We, we, we just need to take that tagline and then just constantly push that one tagline. I really think that that's a selling point. Well, a lot of educators in my experience, they're treating yeah. it like it's a secret. These mm -hmm. are secret techniques. And I go, fuck that. Turn on the camera. Come here. Here's my best move. Yep. I think this is what... when students get it through their social media feed, mm -hmm. they don't think it's worth anything because nobody would, nobody would give away their best moves. Mm. But here's what happens. It's $7 a month. I made it affordable for anybody. And when I say anybody, in my head, I was going, I'm, I was talking about world, global reach. I wasn't thinking about yes. just the U.S. I'm like, what about somebody on their smartphone in sub-Saharan Africa? They have spotty oh, Wi-Fi. That oh, that's so good. I'm like, there's a dude who like, wants to work, work on people in his village in like chronic pain. Yep. And I'm like, I'll show you. Here's how you set yep. up the suspension. I guarantee you can figure this out. Let's just set it up between two baobab trees. I guarantee oh we gosh. figure this out. And the I, deal I now is, want to go on a trip to um, yeah. the Sahara and just say, hi, here, do free massages. <laughs> the deal is the subscription is just a layer. As yeah. I kept pushing, once I got to like multicam, Mm -hmm. I was like, once I understood how I was using the software to like mix audio and video feeds, just like we get graphics below just down here or whatever. Once I understood what I was doing, I was like, can I run this in Zoom? And within 15 minutes, I'd found a video. A guy showed me how to do it. And I was like, oh my God, it's over. Mm -hmm. Like my life is never going to look the same again because it was so inexpensive and so accessible there's no reason. Mm -hmm. Remember I said two hours a day, five days a week? Yeah. I could have 10,000 students studying with me daily. How much would you charge for that? $7 a month. For you doing live videos. Why not? Cool. Well, because you charge $200 an hour for the... Okay, okay, so do some math with me real quick, okay? Okay, okay. And I don't I'm, go. I'm with I don't. You. I don't go over this every day with everybody, but you, you, and I, <laughs> you and I are, are simpatico. You and I, we understand each other. I don't. I don't think I was Armenian in a past life, but there's something. There's. I can tell when I had that conversation with you, that that you get it. Okay. So the deal is, I have a subscribers vault. It's mostly. This is mostly automated. Like they're just getting access to the video that I've already shot. It's seven dollars a month. Oh, okay. Okay. So yeah. how many subscribers do we have currently? Oh, you're, you're asking me to guess. Yeah. Um, on YouTube or? Subscribers on... to my actual subscription service. About 400. Now what's seven times 400? 2,800. Now, take away some because of credit card fees and, and whatever. So that's a pretty 2, good... 2,400. Yeah, that's a pretty good spot to be in. 
Yes. Because now it's not $7 one time that that 2K is going to come yes. in every month. Yes. Now, I've never in the five years that we've had that subscription, I've never been able to figure out an ad that converts. Massage mm. therapists are wholly uninterested in my subscription service, according to mm. my advertising. And maybe the creative isn't good. Maybe, 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 maybe. I don't know. So what happens fiscally if you're charging $7 and you get 1,000 subscribers, if we more than double our subscriber size today? Yeah. If, if you're charging $7 and you have 1,000 subscribers, how much do you make each month? Sorry, say it again. $7 yeah. times 1,000 subscribers. 7,000. Okay, you make $84,000 a year in passive income. Yep. Now... Why not give them a video once? Yeah, you're right. Global numbers. This is the this yeah. is the thing nobody's going to understand, and I'll, I'll talk about this. Oh, there, there, I get it because yeah. because the guy who creates Massage Festival, he's doubled his numbers this year for next year. Yeah. So I, I get it. If we can get a thousand subscribers, which I think is very easily, just given the U.S. marketplace, mm -hmm. now scale the subscription service globally since it has no borders. Mm-hmm and you get 10,000 subscribers. I had no idea if we'll ever do that. Mm -hmm. If you have 10,000 subscribers and you charge $7, how much do you make a month? 10,000 subscribers, $70,000 a month. You make $840,000 a year in passive income. Right. Now, I just said those numbers. That is completely mm -hmm. reasonable based on world population and interest in massage. I promise mm -hmm. you, that is possible. Yeah. I don't know if we'll ever get there, but it is possible. People don't understand that math, the and they're asking me why I don't open a brick and mortar. And I'm like, because it doesn't scale globally for $7. I, I can tell you, I can ask um, the different therapists to see how much more viewers they got just by going to World Championship. Yeah. The guy who won chair uh, in 2001, he, he got, he, his following got quite bigger. Since he did that. So you come to the championship? No? Okay. I'm, I'm almost, uh, don't take this personally. I'm mm -hmm. almost, and maybe I have a misunder misunderstanding about what it is. Yes. I think I, if I compete in the World Massage Championship, I'm going to do it. I'm going to make it, I'm going to lose purposefully. I'm going to make it the most boring, pain-relieving massage anybody's ever seen. Mm-hmm. Well, all you got to do is like, you know, woof. It's it's just the extra hand movement. Yeah, I can't. I don't I don't even want to move that way. It makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that's how I won. Is like anytime yeah. it, a, a judge came near, I just did a little bit more. Yeah, it's a matter of you know we connected from you in Massachusetts, and then you originally did you just contact me? I think. I sure. Yeah, yeah, I saw uh, several of your videos, yeah. Yeah, well, you saw my videos, but then to to kick off what led up to this podcast, you just contacted me, right? I think so. Yeah, and I don't even remember what that was. Was that specifically just about the, the conference thing? Uh, yeah, that was uh, specifically because I... <sighs> yeah, I knew that you were one of the massage therapists that I had been uh, talking to for a while, and I thought you were... Uh, I saw you posting at Mass Massage Share, so I'm like, possibly this person comes to Massachusetts. Yeah. Maybe they can teach it the uh, thing. Yeah. 
So for me, the digital distribution allows me to reach out to a much larger, broad audience. I have very inexpensive info products like the subscription, Mm -hmm. and it means that I'm able to build a tribe of people who think like I do Mm -hmm. to network with across the United States and then globally. Um, I've got some students, we just went to Jamaica and I've got some students who are interested in possibly forming a little crew there to study with me interactively online. And I'm like, yes. Now, where are the students in Spain? Where are the students in Moscow? Where are the students in Tokyo? Where are the students in Dubai? For me, what the competition, the championship is all about is networking. That's why I'm going to go. That's what it was talked about in several meetings that we've had with the winners from America is that we all talk to each other. We now network together, the different state championship people. We don't talk to each other much about anything else other than like, hey, this is a fun thing I'm doing. How are you guys doing? We don't talk too much, or at least I don't talk too much about stuff with people in the group. Uh, But in Europe, like if you are the kind of person who wants to reach out to Europe, great way of networking thing, uh, checking out other people's moves, trying out different moves. My favorite thing that I was told at the American championship was I stopped doing chair massage for 10 years. I saw you doing chair and I think that I might experiment with some new stuff. And I'm like, oh, I feel so good. Yeah. Yeah. And and again, maybe I have like, I don't know, even so I don't even like the word networking. Oh, okay. Then no, um, no, no, no. Talk- so, but it's not because I don't like talking to colleagues and establishing mm-hmm. connections. Mm-hmm. It's like when if I'm talking to somebody and they start turning coach into me and they start talking about mindset. Ah, ah. It's like there's certain like there's certain catchphrases where I'm just like. Ugh. Oh, I understand what you mean. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's like a word that's used so often to just catch people. Yeah, it, it it's like I network. And what I have learned working in the massage industry the way I do currently is mm-hmm. I irritate people all the time, but I don't, I try not to burn bridges. Mm-hmm. I did not like floor massage until I watched, until I went to the championship. And after seeing and being in the same space as someone doing something on the mat, yeah. I'm like, that looks like it's going to be a whole lot easier on my body. Uh, I did not want to do Matt because I felt like it was too intimate until I went to the championship. And I'm like, that is a little intimate, but it also looks pretty damn fun. It looks like a lot more fun than just rubbing someone's back yeah. in a standing position. One of my one of my early classes, um, mm-hmm. Matt-based intro to time massage. I had my own uh, studio at that time. And it was like a converted garage, I think I was teaching out of. And the mm-hmm. students commented in class like, man, this is just, this is just so intimate. And I'm mm. like, what? And they're like, this is just, this is so intimate. And I go, you work on naked people. <laughs> and this is more intimate? And they're like, oh yeah, this is way more intimate. And I'm like, how are you defining that? And they're like, well, mm-hmm. you just make so much passive body contact with the client. And I go, oh, well, yeah, then this is more intimate. Matte-based and clothes-on, those two things completely change the 
industry we're in. Like it doesn't, mm -hmm. that's where I get told occasionally by massage, they're like, this isn't massage. And I go, great, we don't need licenses in all 50 states. Yeah. And they go, what are you, what? And I go, well, you just said it wasn't massage. It's not massage. Not massage. That sounds wonderful to me. That sounds like how America should be, freedom. I can see bald eagles and U.S. flags waving. I, that's, that's amazing. Yeah, all you need is just insurance for body work. There we go. The other piece, and this is me, Matt Bay's clothes mm -hmm. on. I remember I did a thought experiment many years. I was philosophy too. And I was like, I was having problems because I couldn't sell time massage. And mm -hmm. it was like, I literally wrote it out. And I'm like, there's massage and then there's the time massage you're doing. Yep. And the massage was table cream, glide, and nudity. And then the time <laughs> massage I was teaching it. took away the table, took away the cream, took away the glide, and took away the nudity. And I was like, God damn. I was like, oh, okay, hold on. Okay, hold on. So, so some of the main differences, Robert, I wrote this down, is like the work that you want to teach. Like you love the mat. You love the clothes on. Clothes on and mat base is like, that's pretty much not even something I'm, I was willing to like debate. I'm like, this is just better. It's, it's a, this solves the problem. This is better. Like this, this solves problems massage therapists aren't even aware of. Yep. And I go, I, I noticed that. In a... So I'm like, but the clients don't want it because like they want the massage. Like they want to take off their clothes. And then there was this like, because it was almost like if you tried to like bait and switch them, if you said massage, mm -hmm. but then you brought them to a mat, they're like, well, I don't, but I want a massage. Like, you know, you yeah. get into this sort of dissonance. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, wait a second, I've been looking at this all wrong. Like, don't think about whether it's, you know, Thai or not Thai or what you like. So the stuff you want to do is mat base and clothes on. Now they have their clothes on. What's the advantage? I'm like, you can demonstrate it infinitely. Their clothes on. Yes. And you can film and photo document everything. And a light bulb literally just. And when I saw that, I'm like, dude, what the hell have you been doing? You got to film everything, which yeah. is how my business was built, because the dissonance of like they wanted this table thing went away because I kept just showing the mat, finding my tribe, showing mm. the tape clothes on, finding my tribe talking about pain relief and finding my tribe. And the more I mm. found my tribe and my business grew, guess who didn't like it? Who didn't like that? People who wanted to argue with me on my business page while I was in a bed in Costa Rica at a resort. <laughs> right, complaining about money. <laughs> it's not for everybody yeah. and it's not for every client. It was just mm. for the medical grade manual therapy I wanted to do and mm. the sort of lifestyle I wanted. I think the mat is phenomenal. Like, I just... I just I think it's the future of the industry. Now, yeah. there's no major facility in the United States that allows it currently, but I think that will change eventually. The only question I think that the world might have after is for if older people who wait, they already have trouble getting onto a table. They might they would also get trouble standing up the students, from a mat. Yeah, they'll, they'll 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 occasionally ask about this and there's there's two answers. Mm -hmm. One, you put a chair near the mat, so they put their hands on the chair, lower themselves yep. down. Yep. Or if you don't have furniture, I become the chair. So I get on my hands and knees, they put their hands on my back, they lower themselves yeah. down and I help them up. My concern is mm -hmm. 
Now, don't get me wrong. Some people have a stroke or some sort of physical impairment that means they can work on a table. I'm not getting rid of the table. I still teach the table. I get yeah. this question all the time. Do you still teach table work? And I'm like, yes. But the table's the problem. The massage mm -hmm. therapists don't understand that I fundamentally believe that the table and the cultural hegemony around the table, because there's nothing else. There's just the table. That's it. Mm. That force of that structure is what's harming the massage industry. Mm. All yeah, I do, because... I, don't, I don't say no table. I just right. say, why don't we allow the mats? And they're like, well, <laughs> well, we're not structured. And I'm like, I know you're structured in such a way that you're driving the people into massage envy. They're having problems with their hands and wrists and they're not making enough money. All yeah. of which my work completely solves. And they're like, yeah. we don't like you. You're a jerk. And I'm like, I am a jerk. I have an ex-wife. You can contact her. She'll tell you I'm a jerk. <laughs> However, I'm spot on when it comes to the body work. And my logical veracity is rough at this moment. Yes. Yeah. Yep. It's like People also, mm -hmm. the, the idea is mat-based. And I, yeah. I know that massage therapists, if I show them mat work, don't care. All they want is suspension. I want that suspension. Where do I get that suspension? I'm like, it's inside the subscriber's vault. It's free for your first month. It's $7 a month. They're like, what? They're like, you just, I'm like, listen, this is not a fucking secret. I've been trying no. to give this shit away for 12 yep. years. Like, yep. are you going to, anyway. No, no, no. You've reached into the choir here. I don't know about everyone who's listening, but yeah, yeah. I would love to take care of my clients with less effort so that I can work longer hours. The only people that I know who do that are, um, well, this one woman who basically does floor work, but on a table, she like puts her knees in the person's bum and like massages that way. Yeah. Or like the person's prone and she's sitting on the upper part of their ankles with her feet, pulling their shoulders back. It's very hard to visualize without seeing it, but basically she does floor work on a table. For like the main reason of like, I, I'm sure she would love to do floor work just on a mat. Uh, but like a lot of people are like, I don't know. She easily could do mat work with the type of techniques that she does. Oh, but she does the do students. some time massages where she takes the person and drapes them off the table. Yeah. yeah. So massage therapists in my classes never told me that it was ineffective. Right. I never get told that. I do get told that they don't like my personality. And I'm like, okay, I, I didn't want to hang out with you anyway. I don't, I don't understand. Okay, whatever. Like, we're not supposed to be friends here, you know? Like, I mean, mm -hmm. I want to be friends, but like, I'm not, I don't expect to get along with everybody. No, not everyone's going to get along with everybody. The problem was the students started asking me, they would sit in class and they're doing this mat work and they're realizing, man, dude, we've worked for like six hours and I ain't even tired. Like this shit is, this shit is, this shit is amazing. And they're like, yeah. they'd look at me and go, would you open a place? And I go, huh? Mm -hmm. And they're like, you know, open a, a place that does this. And I go, why? And they go, well, you can give me a job. And I go, okay, <laughs> give, give me 60%. And they're like, oh, and I'm like, why don't you keep a hundred percent work for yourself? And they're like, oh, but that's like hard work. And I'm like, yeah, that's the other thing is that so many people like myself for seven years didn't want to do any paperwork, didn't want to have to organize anything. 
and no paperwork, no organizing anything. As you can tell, I earlier I mentioned that I didn't want to do at, um not admin work. What is it called? Clerical. Clerical work. I didn't want to do clerical work. So that's why for seven years I did not work. I worked at a franchise, so I wouldn't have to do clerical work. I wouldn't have to Yeah. So But that's it, is that if like, somebody out there does make, you know, do farm it out. Yeah. What you can. There's some stuff you'll still have to do. Like, I don't want to figure out my WordPress site and how to update that link. And, you know, like, I kind of know how, but it was hacked. And there's certain things that the business has gotten big enough where I can't master everything. Like, yes. my, my keyboard switcher, my camera switcher was messing up recently because some sort of Bluetooth connection, and I'm still mm -hmm. trying to figure it out. And there's always little things like that in the business. But mm -hmm. it's, it's relatively small. It's like a 1% annoyance. It's like some... Yes. Yeah, it's like a... It's like a little grit in your, you know, massage cream or something. Like it's annoying. But yep. you just take care of it. And if there's stuff that you don't like, you just learn how to farm it out. Yep. The, like the, whole, the... the whole deal is I don't want to interact with you specifically. If you were an employee and I go, give me 60%, I personally, I, I don't like it. I was like, yeah. let, me, let me go continue teaching online. But people have not understood because they only think in terms of brick and mortar. They do not think I have a successful business because I don't have a brick and mortar. And then I, they go, I don't understand. Like, why won't you open a, a, a place? I'm like, okay, I will open a place. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. I'll open a place when I can buy the shopping center. And they're like, what? You're having me have a place is trying to get me involved in real estate. I am not currently invested in real estate. Mm -hmm. Now, if I buy a shopping center that has 10 units, yeah. and I raise the rent on nine of the units, my unit is now free, and I'll have a brick and mortar. And they're like, what? I don't... I, McDonald's doesn't sell hamburgers. McDonald's owns hamburgers. real estate. Yep. I'm not going to get the average massage therapist to understand that. Yep. They're not Kinda looking like, at it not, on that level. Yeah. And, uh, oh, what's the bird one? What's the Ch Chick-fil-A does not sell food. They sell, um, oh my gosh, their HR, their, their, how they deal with their clients is amazing. Yeah. I sometimes think about going there just to have a good morning. I'm like, yeah. I don't need the food at Chick-fil-A. I just want to get that that experience of their customer the, care is amazing. The, the studio, like we talked about this in our previous phone call mm -hmm. or uh, conversation, the, 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 the facility I want doesn't look mm -hmm. like anything I've seen before. Right. And the reason Chick-fil-A comes up uh, is because I want people to cultivate community within mm -hmm. the facility. People yeah. who go to Massage Envy don't feel connected to the other people who go to Massage Envy. No, the crew the, may or may not, but yeah. The, the people who go to a next level pain relief clinic, mm -hmm. we cultivate community. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm getting all choked up now. That's so sweet. <laughs> I like that. I also want, to, want a situation where the way you have employees, mm -hmm. and I see this commonly in the massage industry because... We have such a personal job. Yes. It goes from, from like you to your client. Very much so. 
I want to be able to have a strong enough brand that let's say the percentage wasn't 60%. Let's say the percentage was closer to like 30%, something like that. In mm -hmm. other words, I would want the therapist to make so much money effortlessly. Yes. Doing what I'm teaching at a facility that they would thank me every day of their life mm -hmm. and that they'd have no reason to go work for themselves if they didn't want to. Yeah. Cause they're just like, man, I show up and knock it out. The, the staff is great. The clients are great. I'm respected and rewarded. You know, mm -hmm. imagine building enough of a, and this is me thinking big, you know, cause I'm, I'm yes. not running a brick and mortar. Imagine having a franchise and enough brick and mortars where you can eventually give them health benefits. That would be cool. Mm -hmm. Or giving them a giant lunchroom, not as big as the uh, the hall, but a big lunchroom. Yeah. Well, I'm, I, I certainly don't want them to feel that I'm only rewarding them with pizza. No, yeah. <laughs> not just pizza. Yeah. No. No, there's a definitely when people, yeah, having them so like invested in the company that it's not like, my first envy that I worked at, the boss was not a business boss the boss was a public speaker and like everyone felt like they were family they felt wonderful we weren't up to date with everything that we needed to but it was just such a family to come to work with and when they sold it to a corporate place a lot of that family type of feeling went away and but we became up to date with everything so that was amazing like when you have all up-to-date equipment is, is really nice. Yeah. But yeah, it was a different feeling when it changed to the corporate. When I've, when I've talked about a brick and mortar, I've received from some flack, even from students where I talked about having next level pain relief clinics across the U S and they're like, Robert, you keep talking about this, but then you're not willing to open one. That doesn't make any sense. And I go, <laughs> I'm creating the materials in the digital supplementation Mm -hmm. to be able to as heavily as possible digitally supplement the education for the students who are working at the facility for the future yeah. franchise, because we're going to have to travel out and do trainings. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that this becomes a thing. Even I, I also like the van idea and you, this totally works for a van idea. Um, yeah. Because this would work because it would be, you could have suspension in the vehicle or you could have suspension in the building, having a wide space. You don't need as many rooms because everyone has their clothes on, you yeah. know, you could have one or two rooms for the people who are nervous about privacy. But I like, I've been to chiropractors where they have a completely open space. Yeah. With one or two private rooms, usually for the first visit, you go into the private room so that you're, you know, can talk. So I could totally see that one or two rooms, but everything else open space. Yeah, I don't even want any private rooms. <laughs> nope. I mean, this is just yep. me, you know. Yeah, yeah. But. I but think not like a private room more like so that they can talk. But if the space is created well enough people should be able to talk without it affecting the people next to them there is a science for how to set up a room that way yeah. um 
I, I don't. Well, and then we get to Feng Shui and then I have to like hire someone to like help me figure out like, so like, then that's the thing about, you know, in a, as a business owner trying to do everything, I'm not going to be mm -hmm. the decorator. No. I'm going to have a decorator go, this is the idea of what I want functionally for what it's got to do. Mm -hmm. Now, how do we use the decor to induce a state of calm, manage the acoustics from mat to mat? and create an environment that everybody wants to be in. And it ain't whale songs and, and flutes. No, no. And it's not, it's not a heavy metal either. Um, I'm, probably, I'm probably more amenable to that than I am Enya. Like one of my mm. thoughts was the next level pain relief thing. I'll have it in the contracts for the, the franchisees. Um, they cannot play Enya in the facility ever. <laughs> It'll, there'll be a sticker on the door and has Enya and a big no symbol around it. Not, oh. not that I don't like Enya. I just don't want it in my, my workplace. A yeah. Except for April 1st every year where they can just, <laughs> you know, make you laugh. <laughs> no, I, but I have a sense of humor. I'm kind of like, okay, can we, like, we have a, a rolling, uh, you know, like, and I really, I mean, I'm serious. Like, you really mm -hmm. monitor, like, the music. Yeah. But you don't want to be bored. You don't want it to be so repetitive that they no. know what song is coming. But you you rickroll them right in the middle of the oh. Yeah, now you're you, talking. Yeah, exactly. You definitely don't want something that the massage therapists have heard every day. Because after I've worked at a massage yeah. place for about a month, I'm like, this music is the same as last month. This music is the same as last month. Yeah. And unless it's um, music bowls, unless it's like heart bowls, those sound bowls, unless it's that, I'm, I'm, that's yeah. the only sound that I'm okay with listening to constantly. To me, I'm only comfortable having a brick and mortar if yeah. the brick and mortar is structured towards the employees mm -hmm. in a way that I go, I would work here as an employee. Mm -hmm. if, if that answer is no, <laughs> then I would not facilitate having those brick and mortar facilities at all. You could work there for one week each year, like just hop to different places. Like, I'm just going to work here for a week. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That sounds like fun though. It's like after having brick and mortars and having them all over the place, you could like go on a week trip and then like work at your facility for a day or two and then just go on vacation. Well, the the thing is for the training, I'd probably yeah. have to be traveling like a tour almost yes. from facility to facility to continue yeah. working with the students hands on. And yeah. then the other thing that we get into is if Next level pain relief is not massage. Yep. Can we hire yoga teachers and personal trainers and teach them to do it? Yes. And I say, yeah, probably, uh, depending on the state, I think that would probably work just fine. Mm -hmm. Massage therapists do not like that answer. Why? I, I like that answer. I'm a massage therapist. They want to be a protected class because of their license. Mm. Well, it's not massage, though. And I was a philosophy student, and then I sit back very comfortably, by the way. I just, yeah. I sit comfortably, I feel my chakras line up. It was like, it was like Avatar. I'm starting to glow, there's stuff on my skin. It's like syncing up with the vibe and the tree of the universe. And I go, mm -hmm. what is massage? And they're like, ah! <laughs> it's not Thai. I mean, it is Thai. Thai is massage, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even even those notions, like somebody got mad recently and they said something about cultural appropriation and it was like, 
I can reference this in a lot of different ways, but I'm also a yoga teacher. Why is it everybody considers me a massage therapist, but they don't think of me as a yoga teacher? Do you do yoga classes? You should totally add that to your mind. Yeah, but it's not like any yoga class that anybody's ever seen. And my students hmm. loved it, but every studio I would try to work at is like, you can't do that. That's not yoga. And I'm like, what is yoga? Well, now if you don't teach yoga, they don't need a license to do it. So the deal is I've glommed into this community where the massage community at least understands putting hands on people to help them with pain, I guess. So the deal is I took these two traditions and started like interweaving them in various ways mm -hmm. based on the anatomy and physiology that I could understand and mm -hmm. the experiences I had with chronic pain and helping people in chronic pain. It worked immensely. The, mm -hmm. the clients were like, dude, this shit is, oh my God, dude, this solves the problem. And mm -hmm. I go, Ooh, massage therapist angle like that. Okay. This is the answer is too uh, too much of a foundational shift. It's like going from a fossil fueled vehicle to electric. Like it still solves a transportation problem, but it don't solve a problem the way that the the ooh, okay. Go teach online. Are we getting into like Atlas Shrug type of thing where it's like no? You, I don't know. You can't. I've never really I've never really read Anne Rand. Uh, she she gets a lot of flack, and I, I always kind of wonder because I've read some articles about it. And I'm, I'm kind of on a fence. Like I don't, and the thing is, you have to understand this. Like if people are like, oh my God, he's supporting Anne Rand. I'm like, dude, I haven't read her books. I don't know what's nope. in it. I've, I've only watched the movie. I've oh, only okay. watched the three and I don't think movies I, watched, I have not read the book. I don't think I, I don't think even saw the movie, so. Oh, okay. Um, no, nope, so I've what, only what, watched the movie. So why did Atlas Shrugged came out, come out? Um, because of, um, so in the story, from my understanding, it's a bunch of different train. Um, trainways where they're moving cargo from place to place and this one person is like hey well i want to run a train in this direction and everyone's like and there's a whole monopoly of different people who run the trains and they're like oh no we don't want you to do that and the person's like well i'm going to do that and they do and i don't know something about like the everyone going out of business except for them and then they become super super rich and I could have it wrong. I haven't seen the movie in years. So hmm. if anyone, if I'm saying it wrong, I'm sorry. But that's what I remembered. Well, there's a place for me where, one, I'm delivering massive amounts of information online. Mm -hmm. If a thousand yoga teachers sign up tomorrow, do I mm -hmm. care? No. Now, I guarantee you, massage therapists in my subscribers group will start having a tizzy and going, but you're, but you're teaching people who aren't licensed. And I'm like, there's, they two, done that already? There, there's 2,000 videos on my YouTube channel. Yeah. Who, who can watch those videos and use that information? And they're like, <laughs> there are students who are part of my tribe who don't care. Yeah. Robert, we don't care about that. No. But we just want to. Do good what, in our business. And remember, I talked about and... running ads. I've tried running ads to the massage community, and so far for the subscription, that's not worked. What if no. I figured it out for the yoga and personal training community, and then all of a sudden, it just there's a, just a deluge. Or, or even going into the European community because so many of them do. So, can I tell you a little bit about what is similar amongst all of the winners? Uh, at some point, they all get on the table and do work. Almost, yeah. It is verboten. 
most of them get on the table and do something. And because then it looks like you have better body mechanics than on the floor, because on the floor, you've got to use your legs and a bunch of people don't use their legs. Yeah. But if you're on the table, you have to use your legs. Otherwise you're going to lose your balance. From my experience of doing um, some of these tie moves on the table yeah. is you have to use your whole body and you don't have to use your legs when you're on the floor. I mean, when you're mat based work at this stage, and I think this will change mat mm -hmm. based work has no prestige and status in the marketplace. Yeah. I have to it's so much easier. You don't take need students, show them doing the mat work, show mm -hmm. them winning at it to get people mm -hmm. to believe it. They're basically yeah. tired of me being a jerk. They're like, we don't like that guy, Robert. He's or, just another fucking white guy talking about some shit. Fuck him, you know. And then they see you do it, and they're like, oh my god, she's a boss babe. And I go, <laughs> yes. But that's how it goes. Is you gotta you gotta have a, a each person's gonna go to a different face. Yes. Like I didn't like um, when I went to the competition and saw people in person and saw how much more people were gravitating towards the different floor work more than they were uh, the table work. I'm like, oh, I want that kind of attention. I want to do floor. But it's he was a, also doing like lifting people over your head and yeah, it's it's there's all sorts of pieces. And mm -hmm. one of the things I thought about the time massage jam was something I ran in Austin for eight years. We just had our first a couple of live ones uh, since COVID, because COVID was the only thing that really shut us down. We just started kind of mm -hmm. doing the jam online. The time massage jam was interesting because the more I looked at it, like people would go, I don't understand, what is this? And I'm like, it's a community bodywork event. Cool. And like, but I don't understand, what, what the hell is this? I'm like, it's like massage school hit Burning Man. Oh. And they're like, what? And I'm like... You can come, you can receive, you can learn, you can share, you can work on people in a community space. Mm -hmm. All of the attendees, the tribe, loved it. Mm. People would do the jam and a young lady would run up to me afterwards and go, oh my God, the time massage jam is like the best thing ever. Can we please, can we please do this next week? And I'm like, sure, I'll see you <laughs> next week. Massage therapists on the whole in Austin, mm -hmm. the, the weird city, right? Yeah, the hippie city on the whole, never supported the time massage jam. Weird. My suspicion is they didn't like it because they felt I was teaching people who were unlicensed. But you don't teach massage. <laughs> but it's called time massage jam. Oh, right, 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 right. And then um, in that case. Yeah. So the deal was, here's what I could see. Remember I talked about the parameters and like the thought experiment? Yeah. I was like, okay, in, in Muslim countries... I think some like Muslim men can't necessarily touch women unless it's their wife, I think. Yes. And then I've, I've been able to massage some yeah. uh, Muslim clients just because I'm a woman. Yeah. And then some women, they wouldn't be able to work on men because it's not their yep. husband. And yep. then nudity might be an issue. And I'm like, okay, now take what I was doing, time massage jam, but we're in Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. And I work with a group of women online where it's an all woman's mm -hmm. group. They're in the hijab. Yeah, that's fine. But they're all working on each other as women clothed. 
yeah. for massage jam. Yeah. Or no, I, you could I have could... a or you could have a woman running it and having no men there, and yeah. then the women could wear whatever they want. The thing is, it's it's a scalable event. The oh, challenges... sorry, sorry, let me I, I, let me rephrase. I don't know enough about the 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 tradition to say the statement I just said, but yes. Sure. It's what I was seeing was the time massage jam isn't necessarily in English, and the time massage jam isn't necessarily culturally American. The mm -hmm. time massage jam is whatever you guys turn it into. Like, I like the fact that I helped create it, but oh, at the same did they time, have one in, 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 uh, did they have one in outside the States? So oh. it, it's hilarious to me because again, like I'm told what you teach is not time massage. Mm. Then I'd have a time massage jam and Tipawan would come in from Colleen and Tipawan is Thai. The look mm -hmm. on Tipawan's face when she showed up at the time massage jam and it's one big open room and there's mm -hmm. a whole bunch of mats on the floor and everybody's working on each other. She's like, oh, oh my God, this is just like we do it in Thailand. And I go, because <laughs> that's what they can't deal with is the fact that it's clothes on and mat based. I've been trying to figure out because it's like there's a packaging thing with people and like their cultural conceptions. There is a packaging You know, thing. it's like there's a marketing piece that is so far like missing. We'll eventually figure it out. But I did. You said it at the beginning part of this video. Or at least I thought you said it at the beginning part of this video because I felt uh, way more focused on our call when you said it. Which is? I forgot. We'll have to rewind. <laughs> I, I pointed it out at the beginning. I'll just have to rewatch this video, which yeah, I never, the, I, I never rewatch videos that I'm in, yeah. but I'll rewatch this one. The, the way it looked like we went to Jamaica and I'm like, what does a Jamaican time massage jam look like? I don't know. So now I, know. I may at some point, because I'm rebranding under the term next level pain relief, I may have to rebrand the time massage jam eventually. It doesn't, right, it's you, not, it's not really on brand anymore. Right. Yeah. Next level massage gym. I will just call it a, a, um, so when I do balloon animals, cause I do balloon animals, uh, we call it a twisting jam or, or we just call it a jam. Yeah. Uh, and the thing that balloon twisters call each other are twisters. And we're going to go twist. Um, so maybe find out something that is a natural move in the technique that you, so. I'll work on it over time. For, for right now, I just leave it as yeah. is and don't, don't what, worry about it too much. What do people who do Thai massage call it? They, the Thai uh, massage jam? No, no. What, um, playing on mats, I think. I don't know. Don't hmm. they call it like something about mats? Uh, the, I would say um, playing the, on lo the, the local ties and the way that they deal with their culture's work is very different than Americans. Mm -hmm. Americans yes. are the ones who are busy arguing about tradition and lineage. Yeah. Ties for the most part are just like, does it help people? Is it easy on the body to do? And does it help people? Yes. Good. 
I just want to do something now that I've done this for nine years. I just want to do something that is easy on my body and gets results faster. And a bunch of stuff that I'm doing, that's why I go to the championship to like steal moves from other people that are effective. Oh, no. Yeah. You're stealing moves. I steal moves. My, and they're like, but are you going to get mad, Robert, when people steal your moves? And I'm like, I've been no. trying to fucking give them away for 12 years. Would you please just steal my shit? Please. <laughs> and they're like, suspension. But like, you, you know, this was an argument. You have to have a high tiered, like, special course. This is a secret. And I'm like, why don't I just give it away for the $7 subscription? And they're like, oh my God, are you out of your mind? And I'm like, okay, I'm going to tell you something. We put that suspension inside our vault a mm -hmm. year ago. I want, you to, I want you to take a quick guess on how many $7 a month subscribers set up that suspension. Take a guess. Three. Three. One. Smaller. Smaller than one? Smaller. Zero. To my knowledge, no student who subscribed for $7 mm -hmm. has set that thing up. I wonder why. Like, like. Mm. Because it's hard. Is it because they all rent spaces? Oh, I have to like, oh, but now I got to go to a hardware store and like, I don't oh, got a stud I... finder and some equipment and like, can you help me? And I go, yes, it's $800 a day. You know, I want to get you to do a collab with um, Luisa Vargas because uh, she basically created her own suspension on her ceiling. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, she could she could sell anything. I, I would totally like you too. I would love her to be on your next uh, podcast. We can we can cut this out if you wanted to, but yeah. No, no. I I, I so yeah, I don't know who it is or whatever. So I know, I know. She. I, I like, try not to bring me, people on the podcast. I'm going to argue with. I would love for you to argue with her because, like, uh, she's the sweetest thing. Yeah. Is she local there in Massachusetts? She is local in Massachusetts. She has won multiple medals in the world championship. Mm. And um, she was famous at the DR and now she came to America and she's still famous. She does massage for the Patriots. Oh, you did mention her, I think, at one point. I remember the in a, Patriots. In a previous call, yeah. Specifically. Because uh, uh, the gentleman that you know of, Joe Levine, uh, introduced us. Joe, you pronounce his name differently than I do. Yeah, I don't know. I, From Washington there, State. Yeah, yep. there's, no, there's no standardization for pronunciations, so. No. Yeah, I didn't know if it was Lavin. I, I don't know either. No, I don't know. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of room for growth in the industry from digital supplementation, teaching online. I don't treat stuff like it's a secret. I just keep giving people information. No. And yep. if anything, I think the marketing is somewhat backwards for massage mm -hmm. therapists. They want to go on expensive retreats that are mm -hmm. elite. Subscription service has no clout at all. No. He just gives away information. Well, apparently it's not worth anything. And I go. Hmm. Well. Maybe you could have a booth and have a. Yeah, we could do that. Having a booth and a volunteer 
um, at the world. Uh, yeah, I could do that. We could do that. Yeah. I'm just thinking in, out loud about uh, the festival and having a booth. Because then you wouldn't have to fly out there and uh, you could still promote to a lot, uh, to at least 400 people. Yeah, 400. Or I could put a video on YouTube and <laughs> hope it goes viral and get a million people to see my stuff. How about you do both? You do both. Which is what I've been doing, but what I what I found out is uh, algorithms are brutal, and there is absolutely nothing about my level of attractiveness, my mm -hmm. amazing personality and sense of humor combined with mat work that draws people in. Hmm. Yeah. Is there any famous mat work people online? Not to my no. Dang. The only mat work people that I know of that are close to famous are in Europe and they are only just getting famous in America, but they're just famous in Europe. Yeah. It's, it's just, I'm inside. So I know of people mm -hmm. doing mat work, but it's something that I'm already tuned into. So it, it's kind of like, I don't know if you're into Norwegian black metal and then, you know, all these Norwegian black metal bands all over Norway and whatever. But mm -hmm. if you're not into it, you're just like, what? It's the same thing. Like, mat work in the United States, I tell people, represents less than 0.01% of the current marketplace. It hasn't even remotely hit 1%. Not even. Right. Yeah, not even close. Now, my business is doing fine now. What happens if there was a 10x growth in the number of mat-based practitioners? That'd be cool. My market's share just grew by a factor of nine. Cool. And then they go, oh, but then there's going to be competition. And I'm like, okay, uh, do they have a $7 a month subscription with 920 hours in it? Do they have workbooks, DVDs, online infrastructure, and an apprenticeship that they're running for four camera angles live? No. Like, I could stream to 10,000 people a day. They're like, I don't understand. It's the internet is so hard. Why are you giving away? Why are you doing this for so cheap? <laughs> I don't well, understand. I mean, why didn't why didn't Jesus just keep his teachings to himself? Right. Well, he he apparently made enough money to ride a donkey into a city, and that's that's like riding a Lamborghini into it. I'm like, why, why did why did the Buddha like he could have just been enlightened? Yeah, he could have. But he finally like took his partners and was like, "Hey, the four noble truths and the eightfold path." Here you go. Well, it's more like I do. Do you want to live in a world where everyone is mediocre and you're the best, or do you want to live in a world where everyone is getting better and better, and then we just evolve our practice together? It's like Listen when to I'm going to this lady. <laughs> please, please, God. <laughs> because if I go to a competition again. And I know that I won in chair massage and then I see how other people do it. I'm like, Oh, I need to step up my game. They've been watching my videos. Oh yeah. Like people like, aren't you afraid people are going to steal your moves? And I've seen a couple of videos before where I think somebody yeah. may just based on something they did. And mm -hmm. I was just like, Oh my God, thank God, please. Like I've been, I've been trying to give this shit away forever. Right. But it also looks really cool when I see someone else doing something that I showed them or doing something that I'm like, 
they didn't do that until I did that at the competition. I'm pretty sure they learned a little bit of what I did. I, it, it just makes me feel really good. Yeah, it, it normalizes it in the culture. If you, if you work yeah. on a table and you're me, you know, eventually over time I took the table in classes and I would drop it as low as it could go. Mm -hmm. And then I'd like use my knee in the gluteals. Mm -hmm. For the first two years of me doing that in Austin, students were completely freaked out. It's so much easier. They like less never, work. They're like, oh my God. Oh. He's using his knee? I'm like, no, no, it's not a knee. It's an elbow on steroids. <laughs> because you can use so much more weight. Oh, it's so good. And they're like, oh no, but it's but it's table or mat. And I go, why don't we collapse duality? It's it, it's a sky mat. <laughs> Can we just call it that? Sky oh, I do. I, I tease them all the time. I hashtag videos SkyMat because I get tired of fighting this. Like, listen, I'm not resisting the table. You guys are right. fighting the mat. That's the yeah. problem. Your culture has one sanctioned way of being. We have an yeah. Oxycontin epidemic and a Me Too movement. Yeah. You tell me we don't have some deep problems as a society is bad. Yeah. Like, yeah. so many people are like me. Last year, I didn't want to do mat because I also thought that my body mechanics would go out because I was only taught standing body mechanics, not like, or it's like, oh, it's going to be so hard getting up off the floor. And I'm like, like you said, put a chair there if I'm worried about getting up. Oh, that would be so funny. Having a 70 year old massage therapist doing floor massage. It just, you know, that'd be funny. Cause then I, I don't have a, a ton. I don't have a ton of older students, but there was yeah. a student. Um, one of the students who's coming in for apprenticeship. Uh, I think Dan is 65. I don't quote me on that. I think Dan is yeah. 65. And then I had another student her who was her from, from Idaho and she was in class with me in Washington state. And she just went, we were working on a mat. She said, Robert, like I can just, like, this is so much easier on my body. I could just do this forever. And I go, mm -hmm. well, yeah, that's why I teach it. And she's like, no, you don't understand. Like, I didn't think my body would be able to hold up. Like, I'm 60-something years old. Mm -hmm. Like, I'll be able to do this. This is easier. I, like, she was, like, blown away by it. That yeah. isn't even my target market student. Does it make sense? Yeah, Like, yeah, I'm not totally. targeting. I'm t I tend to target younger students because I think they're more, more neuroplasticity and they're able to adapt to what I'm doing in social media. Mm -hmm. But it's like, yeah, I'll be able to do this shit till I'm dead. Like, it's super yeah. easy on your body. I'm more mobile and I'm stronger. Yes. That's my hand, right. My, my hands don't hurt. I've been working for 20 years. I help people in chronic pain daily. Right. Oh, also, you have the nice, um, you don't have like a tight... There's no tightness in your wrist. Like, see the line on your palm? It just goes all the way down. Yeah, is, it, is see, it, it just goes. Yeah, yeah, but it doesn't like, does, does it on mine? Because it doesn't look like it does it on mine. I don't know. See how there's a crease? You, you've got that crease. I, I, mine is, it's gone. Oh. See, it's gone. Interesting. This one has it. This one does not. Yeah. Yeah. The, the students will give me positive feedback, and I try to, sit in that because i don't take positive feedback very well i, I like haterade <laughs> well then you're haterade makes me dig in. like you did a great job robert i'm like eh, it's gonna prevent me from working it's like have some coffee and get to work make it better like but you're like 
the, the worst thing is you look at me and you're like, you can't do that. And I'm like, oh, ooh, I love that one. Mm, I love being told I can't do something. Ooh, ooh, you know what? I know how to get you to open up a, a shop. Oh, I don't think you can open up one. I, I really don't think you could do it. Eh, doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't <laughs> peak my, my intellectual. Oh, okay, cool. I yeah. also didn't do it with enough intention now, behind it. Yeah. I could do it, but this is what I tell students in class. I'm like, okay, yeah. okay. I know that you guys already don't like me. I know you've been around my stellar award-winning personality. Now, not only do you want me to teach you, but you want me to be your boss. <laughs> you want me to tell you to put the bong down and come into work? Come on now, think about it. Mm -hmm. Think about it. You really want me to be your boss? Mm. Uh, that answer is no. <laughs> well, right now, I don't want anyone to be my boss because I just... Brick and mortar uh, is real estate yeah. and it's managing yeah. massage therapists. If you yeah. want that gig, it's awesome. If you want it. The thing is, do I really want to manage massage therapists? Mm-hmm. Mm, I, yeah, I, don't, I don't think in that way yet. Yep. Not yet. Well, I imagine it might change if uh, several people open shops and then you go to them and go like, ooh, yes, I like this. Or you might go to them and go, ooh, no, I don't want to do that. There's a lot of variability. The thing is, is, if if you allow a franchisee to get to the point where it's plug and play. Yes. If you had 10, 20 establishments and you had everything finally ironed out. Yes. Then somebody's buying into your establishment. You fly in, do the training. Yes. You know, then you're in a different situation. The first 10 or 20 establishments is where it's going to be the, the real challenge. That's just a totally yes. different business than me scaling information online. Does it make sense? Yeah, totally. And yeah. I like the idea of being able to scale because in massage places, you can't, you can only scale up to the amount of therapists that are willing to work and the amount of rooms you have. This idea also, you could scale a lot more because, well, I mean, like you have to figure out how many people can fit on a map, but also your therapists are not going to be as tired at the end of the day. Uh, there's going to be more of a community. It's going to be way, you're, you're just not going to be tired at the end of the day. And well, you can let's, see let's, one let's do some, let's other. do some quick math. So, okay. Yeah. How, how long, and I'll allow you to, I'll improvise on this. How, how long is the typical next level pain relief session? I don't know. A typical massage session. We'll, we'll just say it's two hours. hours. We, want, we don't want to go crazy and make it three because it makes people weird or something. We'll just do two hours for the purpose of this. So let's say the average uh, facility, if it's completely open and there are mats out, kind of like a yoga studio, do you think mm -hmm. we could do 10 therapists, 10 sessions at once? Let, let's say that there are 10 people. That's, that's a pretty big room. Okay. Now, how much is a two-hour session? Uh, let's... Would it be 200 or would it be 140? Because I don't, I don't know how much you charge for the floor thing. $200 an hour currently. Okay, cool. So let's do 400. I was going to say 300 because they're new people and you know. Okay. Well, I'll, let, me, let me back up. We'll do that. 300. I don't know. 400. Yeah, go ahead. Do 400 or 300. All right. So $300. 300. Times 10 sessions. 300 times 10 is 30,000. Not 30,000. 
3,000. 3,000. That's not a lot. And then two hours. Wait, we're talking about each therapist. Oh, no, wait, we're talking about... Hang on, 300. 300. Times 10. Times 10 people is $3,000 for that one group of two hours. And let's now, say that they... Three a day. Okay. It's $9,000 a day. $9,000 a day. Each person? The no. total coming into the facility, yeah. if you had 10 therapists and they were fully booked, yeah, and they did three sessions a day, that's six hours, mm -hmm. they can have significant breaks, like an hour break in between. Yeah. But for those six hours in session, the facility would bring in $9,000. Or if like they charge the full price, like you mentioned, it would be... Um, $12,000. So it would be $12,000 with, I, I've, I'm going to go with what you say to do for the pricing because I've lowered mine, which is not right. Um, so $12,000 a day for the business, $12,000 a day. So if, if you, uh, how did I figure this out? Because I, I get weird with math. I had to pull out a calculator. If you had a big open facility, yeah. If you did three hundred dollars a session, how or did I get that number? I, I'm bad with the money. You, let's do the year four hundred. I like. Oh no, no. Yeah. Here's what it was. So let's say the the facility only made five thousand a day. I just just because okay. you get those crazy numbers, right? But let's yeah. say you did five thousand a day and you did that for thirty days in a month, give or take. Yep give or take that's one hundred fifty thousand dollars a month yeah how much of that goes to the therapist i don't know you gotta decide yeah because the building is going to cost money and the electricity is going to cost money rent is very inexpensive it's one open room right Decor is very inexpensive it's just to look nice and feel nice we can and, make and it that money is going to get paid up front it's not going to be a monthly expense The decor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I was like, the rent? I was like, whoa, okay. No, no, um, decor is just going to be maybe the, every the, quarter. We'll the get training on my end is mostly free because I just provide <laughs> the training. Yeah. And then if, if a therapist, because we, we went between three and $400 for a two-hour session. If mm -hmm. a therapist made, let's say it was 400, if a therapist made $400 in a day from doing two sessions. A lot of therapists would be totally fine making 400 a day. Okay, so 400 a day. I would be okay with making 400 a day. 400 a day times yeah. 5, 10, 15, 20. Let's say they saw 20 clients. That's $8,000. If it yeah, was, if all they saw was 20 clients, yeah. they could make $8,000, almost $10,000 a month. I think any therapist would be happy with that. Yeah, and the thing is, it's, a, it's like there's taxes and there's always the devil's in the details. You're and, right. You know, there's, always, yeah. there's always little things. The question is, is or the what you can do is you can say it costs this much, but we would like you to tip your therapist. 
or do you want it to be not about tipping? Because uh, so I'm 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 one of those people. Like I think tips are completely fine, but I would yeah. want to raise the fee for the sessions to the point where the therapists aren't concerned about tips. But right. Here's what happens. Tips don't get taxed if you don't put them. You put them on a recurring billing cycle. Mm -hmm. So you say, okay, because of our setup, Colleen is only available, you know, so many sessions each month. They can get one session a month or like two sessions a month at like a mm -hmm. discounted price if it's an auto recurring billing thing. Right, right. As, That's why I said the 300 because they could cut off a whole hundred if they do the monthly or is that too much of a cutoff? Uh. That's that's for the accountants to like sit down and figure out. We'd have to take out a calculator, you know, figure it out mathematically. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not opposed to discounts, but what you do is you use events kind of like the time of size jam or community mm -hmm. classes and couples classes to bring people into the studio because it's one big open room. That's a classroom now. Yeah. Because we're having CE classes or other classes outside of the facility to build community mm -hmm. to bring people into your tribe. Yeah. The and stuff also, that we're like, doing is much more amenable and interesting yeah. to like CrossFitters, people who do yes. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, like certain certain groups like that. Then charging two hundred an hour would be totally fine because they already pay. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like I you know I I say this. Listen, do you want a massage or do you want some work that's next level? Well, I, well I, I, want, I want the next level stuff. And I'm like, okay, then come on, lay on this mat. I've, I've only had one client ever try to talk me into keeping with my uh, entry price when they want more massages. I'm like, they're like, oh, I, I want to just continue paying you uh, 60 bucks. And I'm like, that's my entry level price. Um, I'm not, you're not going to always pay that price. Um, but yeah. Because I'm normally 100 an hour for doing massage. The question to me is, like, let's look at the typical massage facility. What's yeah. the advantage to a person who's going to run this? They're a franchisee. They want to run this kind of facility. What's the, oh, advantage? I know what it's... What's the advantage to them? Um, on a business owner side or on a human side? Both. So on a human side, I like the idea because it's community I like community stuff. More community. Uh, yes. That's what I like on a human level. On a business level, you could, as a business owner, if let's say in the beginning of you opening up and you're not that busy, you can, like you, we mentioned in a previous call, rent it out the space because it, I imagine would be either mats or hardwood floors, yoga, karate, any, any After physical hours. activity. Yeah. You could even add blocks to the, if it's big enough, you could make it a mini parkour place, you know, like yeah. not so, real good parkour, but. Uh, uh, a next level pain relief studio, you do less laundry. Oh my gosh. Oh, I love that. There is no laundry. All you would do is have a cleaning solution, a rag, wipe it down just like they do at karate studios and, and, we, and we could figure out if you wanted to do like individual coverings for mats you could do that but it would still be less laundry yes yes like if you wanted to have for some reason like a silk cover but make it more like a 
Lomi Lomi massage, like have the the floor be extra slippery. Yeah. Lomi Lomi is a Hawaiian massage using a very slick table. I think that the the rent and upkeep of the facility would be less because it's not individual rooms. You yep. have no issues or almost none of sexual impropriety. Yep. Everybody's working publicly and clothed. Mm -hmm. And you could have a camera on it all day so that your social media production is unlimited. Yep. You have yeah. Of of course, you have people sign a thing saying yes, I'm okay with being filmed. The the thing is that the franchisee, if they're running the facility, there will be a challenge where it's not going to be easy to replace staff. The staff will appreciate that. Well, my thing is like, and I can I can tell you this right now. If I opened up a brick and mortar in Austin and just put mm -hmm. out the word. <coughs> I'd have more than a hundred therapists beg mm -hmm. and I go, okay, line up. We're, we're doing interviews today. Mm -hmm. And I would select the 10 students who were just over the moon and tell the rest that we'll contact them later if we need more. Yeah. Cause I scrape the cream off the top work with mm -hmm. those students once those students are set up and working, here's the deal. Once they get used to doing mat-based work that's easier on their body in this situation where hopefully, are they being paid more? Yep. I, and I think we can. I think we can pay them a little bit more. I think you can also just charge more for the, the service because it's a unique service. You can't get it everywhere. I, I yeah. want to point out something, though, that I have heard from a bunch of uh, clients regarding one franchise's way of uh, telling them, oh, you're getting massaged by an elite therapist, so you're going to pay more. And they're like, well, I've had a massage from this person for a very long time. I don't want to pay more just because they got more training. So I think not having a different pay slot for the different therapists from the client's perspective, just from the business perspective, I wouldn't want to change the price for the client. If, if, they have been seeing that person for a long time. Yeah, we can work that out. The, the yeah. main thing as a franchisee is you have to have happy employees. Yes. The staff who are delivering the sessions, are they making more than they would at Massage Envy? Right. And um, just that some massage therapists lost their clients because the price went up for their client. So I'm like, don't I don't want to work with those clients anyway. What? You don't want to work with those clients anyway. Got it. All right. Long term, long term. This is the thing is yeah. this next level pain relief clinic. If I had this in Austin, mm -hmm. there are people to fill these spots. There Got are it. people who would beg to be part of this community, both as right. employees and customers. I mm -hmm. think it would work. Um, I'm just not interested in running a brick and mortar at this no. stage in the business at all. Right. The deal is I have it in my head. I see it in various ways and there are mm -hmm. all sorts of like supplementation based on the model. I can't get any facility to even remotely look at what I'm thinking. They're just like, this is mm -hmm. no, no. It's kind of like, mm -hmm. it's too different. And I go, cool, because what really stands out in business is to look like everybody else. I, I, I just started remembering that 
you and I did have a similar conversation of this a bunch of years ago. I think we actually have talked about like, uh, yeah, this has been something that you've been thinking about for a very long time. Oh yeah. My whole career, yeah. my yep. whole career. It's like Kristen, Kristen has worked with me the longest. She's been an apprentice for the last like four years. Mm -hmm. And Kristen uh, took two years to get her off the table. Yeah. So, like fully map based. Now, two years later, She'll literally have a business meeting when she's like, ah, I fucking hate the table. God damn it. I, I, you know, like, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. And like, she doesn't even really want to teach it. And I'm like, Kristen, do you want to go tell a table based industry that you don't like the table because the table is holding them back? Because um, I'm sure they'll be happy to be angry at you instead of me. She's like, it's ridiculous. It makes them work too hard. And I'm like, okay, Kristen, you and I can agree with that. Now what? You want to go tell 99.9% .9 of our entire industry that mm -hmm. they're working ineffectively because they're on a table. Be my guest. Well, Because I'd, I'd be happy to see you get hate mail finally, and then I'll have to deal with the emotional upheaval that that causes. Uh, I, I really got to find a way to get you to a championship because that is like so many people are not uh, doing traditional uh, massage. They are getting onto the table they are... And if you're a massage envy, you just got fired. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Or in elements, they're like, you must have a foot on the floor at all times. And I'm like, yep. I can't do this. I have so many great ideas of like, uh, you know, sitting on the table, letting the client's arm drape over the leg and using the knee to support the shoulder. I mean, it's... These are good techniques and they require getting closer and... I Outwardly, it looks, uh, I showed uh, my mom a video and then she's like, oh, no, you can't do that. Like the, the legs are too close to the head or the, um, and I'm like, mom, I did that technique on you, the last massage and you seem to like it. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, it's, 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 it's not something you can really capture with a camera. It's something that you have to, ooh. That's it. We got to like somehow capture what it feels like to be the person on the mat. So maybe we film what we, we can film their facial expressions and the, and the touch of the foot on the show. I think that it might be a little bit sexy, but I think that showing those things like they do at cooking shows, like the person's foot pushing onto the shoulder or the client's face as they relax into the stretch. So then we help, let's go back to this for a second. So I never okay. had any issues selling to clients. Clients aren't a problem. Yes. Students. Mm. All they want is suspension. All they care about is suspension. And I go, hmm. suspension is up. It's in the vault. There's a master class. Have at it. Merry Christmas. Mm -hmm. You want to do some private instruction? Let's go. Yeah. I go, oh, it's really expensive. I'm like, it's $7 a month. <laughs> Yeah, if you don't want to do the live in-person thing, seven bucks. That's mm -hmm. Aww, really great. But like, will you help me? Sure. 200 bucks. The thing is, the and I, I, I have massage. an issue with this. I, mean, I talked about the fact that I, I, I deal with adversity better. So I mm -hmm. kind of like the hater raid. I hate to say that in a way, but I do. I kind of like it in a way. Over time, as I get busy... Like I'm still told on a massive scale, like you cannot teach online. That doesn't make, you can't teach online. And I'm like, I don't want to explain to you guys what percentage of my revenue comes from teaching online. Mm -hmm. It's working. 
it's growing. Like if it continues to grow, I'm going to have other problems. Yes. And the thing is, from a place of success, somebody yammering on Facebook that they don't like it is like, okay, all right, Karen, you don't like it. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. Like, why do all these people love it? Like, I went and saw Avatar last night, and Avatar was pretty good. Did you see the new one, by the way? I have not seen yeah. the new Avatar. I do have access to a Disney Plus. Yeah, if, if people people are like, you know, well, I don't like it. I'm like, okay. What it's, don't they like about it? Is I don't it, know. I mean, I, but that's the thing. I, like, I do it, this. Haterade. Got I got less go, money in the box office. Yeah, I, I, I go. I go look at. Uh, I do this on purpose because you have to learn how to deal with this. I make enough video that you're on the internet. You're dealing with like losers on the internet commenting from mm -hmm. their couch or whatever. Yes. And then uh, somebody, uh, I, I went and found, because intellectually, I don't have the makeup for like how to deal with this. It's something that I've had to learn through iteration, through repetition. Yes. So yes. I went and looked up Led Zeppelin's Stairway to Heaven, one of the okay. most popular rock songs in history. I looked up their official video on Led Zeppelin's official channel, and mm -hmm. I got to see how many people went, I don't like this. And lead negative negative comments about Stairway to Heaven, and I'm like, does Robert Plant ever wake <laughs> up and go, oh, I could have done better on Stairway to Heaven. It just wasn't, it didn't live up to the potential that it could have. No, he's like, no. somebody doesn't like it. Okay, well, I made millions of dollars living my life, yeah, being wonderful, providing for my family. I'm kind of a mm -hmm grandfatherly figure at this stage oh my god he is yeah and it's like i got to see one of his shows yeah yeah it's like i'm sorry you didn't like it well sorry not led zeppelin um aerosmith go yeah. ahead keep going yeah so yeah. it's one of those things where you got to learn how to handle that when it comes to social media production mm -hmm. eventually the stuff that we're talking about being mat based i think it'll be like basically here's here's the shift that I see. There mm -hmm. ten years from now, they're likely gonna be massage students who plop their ass down in massage school. Mm -hmm. And the teacher is gonna have them introduce themselves to the class. Mm -hmm. And they're gonna say, I'm here in massage school, but you know, I'm already studying online with Robert Gardner. Yeah. You Th you things are gonna change. Mm -hmm. When there's enough mat-based therapists making money doing this mat-based work, the industry um, is going to start to flip somehow. Like pe even... pe people go, dude, but people are going to steal your suspension. And I'm like, they're going to steal the thing that I'm giving away? Yeah. Like, they're going to, but they're going to take your ideas. And I'm like, oh, no, they're going to make mat-based facilities and people are going to get help all across the United States. And they're going to promote mat-based work so that people go on the Internet and find my stuff. So I get 10,000 subscribers and make $840,000 a year passive income. Oh, no. I, I can totally see that happening where it's like, <laughs> I can totally see that happening. It's like. The marketplace, the digital side, is mm -hmm. huge. You know, you're, you're, in, you're in Massachusetts. We haven't even spent two seconds pondering the fact that we have cameras and lights and this capacity to communicate with each other yes. over a computer. It's just like, well, yeah, this is what people do now. Yep. I was born in 1977. I remember playing Atari 
mm-hmm. could I could see it in my mind's eye like it was Star Trek, but I didn't think or didn't know how fast it would come along. Oh my god, it's so fast now. Like so many things have happened in science that are going to be available to the public in the next five years that are unbelievable. Yeah, I like I had a we have workbooks of DVDs and I was working with a guy. He was helping me because remember the some stuff that you don't want to do. This guy was helping me get my stuff on uh, Amazon, uh, the physical workbooks and DVDs. And he's like, well, the mm. problem with the stuff is it's digital. And I go, why is that a problem? He's like, well, people are just going to steal it. And I'm like, and make me the Metallica of body workers. Like, like if, if, if somebody's going to steal like, your work, they're going to see you and they're going to no, know you. I, how about this? I'll give it to you even better. If, if you're poor and you write me and you go, hey, I can't afford it. I go, what do you want? Mm-hmm. They're like, could I get that phase two workbook? I'm like, yeah, I'll just send you the free digital copy. Yeah. They're like, what? Like, what does it cost me to give you a PDF? Right. It costs you a few seconds of your life. It's fine. Yeah. You can't afford it. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the thing. How it, look at this for, with me for a second. This is digital yeah, distribution. Yeah. I have a yeah. $7 a month subscription with 920 hours of footage. Why That's are students lot. paying me $250 a month to work with them for six months? Because it's awesome to work with somebody who makes videos. But they can learn it for free for $7 a month. Why don't they just do this? Yeah, that's a good question. You can either join a gym and be with a person or you can... This is the funnel. Yes. And here's what happened. The entire funnel, the pitch is the same, but the entire funnel is growing. They just want some assistance. They want my personalized attention and I give it to them and answer their questions and it's fine. Like I want to help the students. I want to assist Mm -hmm. them. But because I'm doing it through four cameras, Michelle Ratz McGuire, I bring her up regularly. She's in Canada. I've never met her in person. Her entire practice is mat based with suspension now. Wait, do I know her? I've never met her in person. People keep going, well, I can't learn online. And I'm like, well, Michelle Ratz McGuire looks like she fucking has because her entire practice is mat based with suspension. She's in Canada. I've been teaching her from four camera angles. What's her name? Michelle what? Michelle Ratz McGuire. R-A-T-S? R-A-T-Z. All right. The deal is you don't have to draw every student. Some students are going to start here. Some students just want a free workbook. Some want a subscription. Some want a workbook. Some want an online class. I'm like, I just keep giving them new options to make more money. When I do this podcast with you, am I being paid to do this podcast? We've been going for two hours. What was my hourly fee? 200. I'm not... No. It's like I'm promoting to your audience and you're promoting right. to my audience. Yep. They want to hear women's perspectives and I bring women on the podcast and we just talk shop and mm-hmm. people relate to me and people relate to you. And it's like it just normalizes the whole you know, situation like in aura, the industry. Though. My aura. You, you, you've got a cool aura. Well, when I meditate, yeah, I, <laughs> I fast, smoke a lot of ganja. A hash, very high THC content. Yes. And that's how you get a purple aura. I mean, just, I, I got this glows. white. <laughs> I become one with the universe. But uh, yeah, it's like I always wanted to just help the students. That's why we did the time mm-hmm. massage jam. So why yeah. did the massage therapist not come to the time massage jam and work with me in person? Because they didn't know it was there. I didn't know it was there. 
to a point. Now, would a local school promote people coming to the Time Massage Jam? I don't know. Why? Um, you weren't offering CE credits. Why do the massage therapists need CE credits? I don't know. I, I, in Massachusetts, we are required to have some every couple of years. I could technically give the massage therapist CE credits, but the massage therapists sometimes who want CE credits are only mm -hmm. interested in the CE credits. Once they've gotten their credits, they don't right. want to come back for more training and education. I can see that. Yes. Massage schools, and I'm, I'm dying for this to happen. I'm dying for my clout and fame in the industry to grow to the point where I can't afford to go to the massage school. And I go, no, 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 you'd have to pay me to even have me show up. I'm sorry, I'm busy. Ooh. Because that's not the current situation. The current situation no. is lots of, not all, but lots of massage schools are like, we want 50%. And I'm like, good God. 50% of free? Like, if I teach a CE class at the school, they'll want 50%. Hmm. So what did I do? I went direct to consumer. Mm -hmm. I cut out the middleman. I cut out the professional mm -hmm. organizations. I give CE credit because the students need CE credit to be able mm -hmm. to fulfill their license. Now, I teach from yes. four cameras on the, on the internet. Four yeah. camera angles live, teaching manual therapy techniques hands-on. Can you teach hands-on technique online for CE credit in Texas? I don't know. I, I know that in Massachusetts no. you can. You can in Massachusetts. That answer is no. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I'm not in Texas. Because if Texas ever changes that law, I will give away CE credit to every massage therapist in Texas for free for the rest of my life. Wow. Because I can. You can. Now, for $7 a month. When I ask massage therapists that, they're like, no, but we have to learn hands-on. And I'm like, why? You think hands-on isn't having 10 of you in a room and you're all working on each other following me online where we do it two hours a day, five days a week, 52 weeks a year for another 500 hours? Or like, even just using a giant teddy bear? You just, you're harsh in my buzz, man. Could like, somebody... No, I just make it available. That's all. It's not for everybody. Like, I, the tech, so here's what happened. They took an anarchist and mm. then kept blocking me. And I wound up on the internet and I'm like, hey, this is a nice, spacious, uh, hey, I like this. Wow. I like this place. Mm -hmm. Wow. I continue to do that. The entire business is growing, mm -hmm. including the subscription. But it's not the way people think it is, if that makes sense. Like in right. music, in music, people understand direct to consumer. I don't think massage therapists have any notion of direct to consumer with like educators. Mm -hmm. The thing is, they, again, they kind of want the elite of going to Costa Rica, going in private. Mm -hmm. You know, the fact that I turn on the cameras and film everything, in a weird sense, it actually diminishes its prestige. Mm. I'm checking out the YouTube channel right now. And people go, I don't understand. You have 2,000 videos on your YouTube channel. 
like, what's the stuff in your vault? And I'm like, the full recordings. And they're like, what? Uh. And I'm like, the YouTube channel is just a sampler. You also do massage on the table. It looks good. Hey, good. Different. Students Different. will ask, so a student wrote me from Virginia, like, I want an in-person class, and I go, okay, cool. Come, come on down to Texas. I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, you're not coming to Virginia? I'm like, listen, there's 49 other states. Ooh, wait a sec. When That's do you great. want me to be geographically in your place so I can give you Robert's magic touch? It costs money. I have to rent space. I have to rent a conference room. I have to be in a hotel. I have flight problems. Then yep. I got to take all my shoes at the airport and they're checking my camera and they're, you know, it's like, there's all this stuff that comes with travel. I'm not against in-person training, but in-person training, unfortunately, is very expensive and not available to most therapists. Texas is having their chair. Uh, yeah. Speaking about coming and visiting you, I'm trying to see if I could come and visit you. I'm seeing when Texas has their championship. Boo, hiss. <laughs> I'm sorry. Boo. I'm addicted. <laughs> no, and maybe, and the thing is, maybe I have a different, like, conception of what it is. Like, I have a kind of a, kind of an ornery. Yeah. Michigan. So, Texas. You can always edit this out if you don't want me to share. Uh, so Peter oh, I, I edit very little. That's that's okay, where cool. the prestige comes in. They they don't think yep. it has prestige because it has to be heavily edited and there has to be music in the background and it's got to be better lighting and whatever facade that people need on social media to impress them. And I go, yep. why don't we just get it done? Well, oh, but we love all that prestige and status that we get by being elite. Yeah. Where is it? Do -do -do. Do -do -do -do. There we go. I just wanted to see when um the New York oh. Cool. I'll come visit you in November. Which is um next the later this year so what's going on in november uh the texas uh massage championship all right so uh can you give me a date uh he says november 11th 2023 mm, maybe uh oh, I may... right because you got that thing well yeah. maybe depends on schedules but I, I may be in cabo san lucas the first week of november so I will have to just come and visit you before or after, like before that. Yeah, ton, tons of options. Like I, yeah. I still teach in person. People fly into town and take training with me or do whatever yeah. and, you know, sort of thing. Will you be in Cabo San Luca uh, middle of November? Nah, it's just, I think it's just going to be that first week, but we're still working out details. So. Then that makes it super easy. I just come, do the championship, and then... Visit you and then go home. In Texas? Yeah. Maybe. Where is yeah, the where cool. is where is it in Texas? Uh he says to be decided. Oh, okay. Then I so Texas is a big state. Uh to give you an yeah. idea. I'm in central Texas. If it's in Brownsville, I can drive like six hours straight south and still be in Texas. Got it. It's a big state. 
It is huge. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Well then, yeah, next year is just me traveling all over the place. Yeah, I am kind of moving towards, in addition to working with students like you privately, Thank uh, you. Or, do, or doing apprenticeship, we're kind of moving towards retreat classes. Yes. I think it's the next step for what we're doing. Um, I'm mm -hmm. not liking, and not that I won't teach them, I'm not liking group classes as much, and I'm not liking the mainstream CE market. Mm. I want dedicated practitioners who want to go. Like, right. this is what I want to do. This is where my life is going. This is the kind of practice I want. Like, I want to mm -hmm. draw more of this. So having them in retreat style, I think that you, for instance, if you came down and spent several weeks here and you worked with Kristen and you worked with Danielle and you worked with me and you worked with David and you hung out with us in uh, March, hopefully, oh, we got to figure this out this week, hopefully, um, I'm getting a large uh, house, an Airbnb out in the Texas Hill Country. I'm having a chef come in and make meals because we're doing a retreat in late March. Wow. So... Imagine hanging out with us for five days. That would be awesome. Yeah, the, the kind of learning, it's not just the learning in class with the body work. It's like mm. students have a chance to like talk to each other and like learn from each other about business and what's working. And, you know, mm. the business itself, it's been very interesting because there is a sort of cult of personality on the Internet. The business increasingly has less and less and less to do with me and more to do mm. with the brand. Yes. Yeah. I like that you're getting, you're, you're evolving to that point where the brand is becoming, it's, it's a own thing. Yeah. 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 And it still takes time and work and whatever, but uh, mm -hmm. ret retreat classes, like you make it available to everybody $7 a month and then you have apprenticeships online or in person and then like mm -hmm. retreat classes periodically. It seems like you do a couple of retreats a year um, like we just went to Jamaica, which wasn't a retreat. I was teaching there. Uh, the students had such a strong response just to seeing my vacation footage, basically from Jamaica, mm -hmm. that that's what they want. Yeah. They're, and then just to hang out with other massage therapists. Yeah. 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 Like there's, that's what I think I'm going to have the, the, the thing be in Massachusetts is we're going to have a competition, but then you're just going to hang out, have fun with people. And when, when is that going to be again? What were you talking about? We were thinking about October because if we make we enough okay. money, if we make enough money, then we can have amazing people from other states come and teach. I, I really like the idea of having there be open floor, giant room where therapists are taking care of clients and everyone is doing good. Yeah. Clothing just, uh, on. Just let me know. Awesome. Yeah, if the event yeah. comes down, just let me know in advance. Like, I'm I'm so booked out, like, with apprentices just through mm -hmm. June that, like, there was a corporate facility that was trying to hire me for some training for multiple establishments, and I'm just like, dude, like, I keep telling you, like, you got to get on my schedule. Like, this shit is filling up. Yep. By the time we get through April, mm -hmm. in April, I will start marketing again for the next apprenticeship from June till the end of, or July till the end of the year. 
And it's like, it's eating my business. Like I am increasingly just people are like, dude, I don't, what are, like, are you teaching in person? And I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, I'm trying, but it's in retreat classes. Like yes. I'm, I'm increasingly giving the local classes to Kristen and Danielle because I can't keep up. Right. It's just not, it's not a good use of my time really. Right. Yeah. That's awesome that you have that, that the business has evolved that much. I want, I, if you, if I haven't solidified a date, a time and a place by April, then I'm going to do the retreat thing in next year, yeah. like 2024. If I don't have everything done by April 1st, yeah. then I'm just going to push it to next year. Okay. Yeah. But just make sure to let me know in advance. Like I, I can usually mm-hmm. rearrange things and make it work. It's far enough in advance where it should be easy. Yeah. You're yeah. pretty good for today. I'm tiring out. <laughs> oh, don't be tired. No, no, but... no, no. It's just, it's just the mental focus and talking. Okay. Yeah. I just, yeah. Cool. So, this was a else? great talk. Anything else nope. before we head out? Um, no, but if I can have a copy just to have you on my podcast, that'd be cool. Otherwise, we should okay. have another one of these so for, for For your podcast, do you just want the audio? Um, if you could do both, that'd be awesome. But if you can't, then audio Yeah, I, I can do both. That's, that's, that's totally easy. Um, let me go ahead and just uh, process and render all that and uh, put it mm-hmm. together. Uh, I'm not going to make any significant edits or anything. It's just going to be clipped. Um, Otherwise, uh, we'll talk again soon. I'll be here. Cool. If I can help with anything, contact me. You'll be the first one. And uh, if you need any therapist in Massachusetts, you let me know. Okay. Uh, Can you tell people real quick where to find you? Um, My email address? Yeah. Whatever works. Um, The only thing that I have right now is my phone number and email address. The email address is kevorkian.catherine at gmail.com. That is K-E-V-O-R-A-I-A-N, period, Catherine, K-A-T-H-R-Y-N, at gmail.com. Or the business line is 617-329-1573. Cool. So listen, thank you again. And if you want to do this sometime in the future, just reach out. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you, Robert. You have a good one. Yep. Bye.